I think a lot of firms are still waking up to the capability that GBS offers. We have that landlord model and it's a, it's a conscious choice with the advent of, of AI and generative AI. I think there's a great use case within talent acquisition. So David, I'm going to ask you a tough question. To me, what our secret sauce is. Welcome to GBS Masterminds Podcast, Season 4. In this season, we're going to talk about what next for GBS. Should it just continue to do what it's doing in-house or maybe sell the GBS or maybe run the GBS for a profit by selling its services to external parties. So I'm going to invite David. David, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm David Palmieri, head of GBS for Experian. So I am um, born and raised in New Jersey. I uh, lived there for, oh gosh, um, 40 years or so, 40 plus years. Uh, went to school in New Jersey, uh, met my wife, got married, raised my kids in New Jersey, and uh, worked in New York for 20 plus years. Uh, I don't miss the commute at all. I'm really happy to say that uh, my wife and I chose to move to Philadelphia, and uh, I've, I've uh, been taking grad school courses here for some time. Uh, I'm glad that's over with. Uh, my son also lives here. He also went to Penn and uh, lives close by, so it's great. My daughter, however, chose to uh, become a photographer, and she lives in Brooklyn, so it's a little bit of a drive, but uh, we love being in Philadelphia. It's a great restaurant scene, great people. It's, it's a lot of fun. David, we're going to get started. So let's start with like a yes-no question. Do you think GBS leaders should become entrepreneurs and take their services externally? Or should they focus on just being business execs and continue to support and evolve the GBS in the current role? Uh, that's more than a, a yes-no, but I'll, I'll do my best. <laughs> um, so I, I, I think the short answer is for Experian, uh, the best answer is to focus on our core business which is data and analytics software uh, products that we sell to uh, businesses and support for consumers. Um, marketing GBS capabilities isn't really core to that. It's a critical part of what we do inside of Experian. Um, but uh, as far as a marketable service to other firms, it's not really central to what we do. So that brings me to the follow-up question, David. I'm just curious. What do you think is the end state of GBS organization? Simply because as GBS matures, and let's say you evolve and bring more business value, but with time, you might kind of see like a diminishing returns. Do you think it hit a saturation point or there is a path if you're internal to take to continue to have growth? I, I don't see a saturation point anytime soon. When, when I look at what's going on in the industry, um, I think a lot of firms are still waking up to the capability that GBS offers. Um, and I think um, when I look across uh, and speak with many of my peers, they're doing a terrific job. Many of them are at, say, earlier stages. Certainly, there are some that are more advanced, but I think many firms in GBS are starting with finance and HR capabilities. They haven't really yet gotten around to creating more uh, multifunction model, and that's what we're striving for right now. And I, I think we have a lot of that capability today, but what we're driving toward is more scale. Um, 
for experience, what I can say is that we've come a long way over the past few years. Um, I think in a lot of ways, what we're doing inside of GBS is transforming and becoming more mission critical, where more and more of the of the things that we do for consumers and for our business customers, much of that innovative work and customer-facing activity is now being done from our global centers or our global talent hubs, which are supported by GBS. So talking about talent, as you know, people are the real IP, right? Ultimately, it's the people that can make difference. Like if I use the sports analogy, if you get the right talent, when you put yourself in the shoes of GBS, do you have any challenges in attracting the best talent, positioning these roles, and how do you handle that at Experian? Well, we're in markets that are extremely competitive. And you know the firms that we're competing with, many of whom are experienced customers, by the way, um, are often going for the same types of talent. You know, so cloud engineering, .NET, Python, um, AI, machine learning, right? All quite common. Um, but also on the non-technical front, you know, finance and HR capabilities, compliance, audit, legal, they're all core to what GBS can offer to the rest of the company. And um, we're in very competitive markets. We're competing against world-class brands. And um, we have to constantly stay on our toes to attract and retain. So we, we think that we've found a good formula for that, where I think, you know, pay is competitive. We offer um, really thoughtful career path. I think our benefits are up there with the very best of them. And our learning and development capability is, in my opinion, it's really second to none. Um, to me, what our secret sauce is, is the attention and leadership focus on GBS now. So, you know, I'll just say years ago, for leaders to, to go to a location like Hyderabad or Kuala Lumpur or Costa Rica would have been really challenging. Today, some of the best talent in the organization is in those locations. So we're finding more and more leadership focus and personal attention to engaging with people in those markets. And it makes a world of difference. That's true, actually. In a way, GBS is in the forefront of plugging into the global talent pool versus like a company which is, let's say, headquartered in, in Houston, Texas, which is where I'm from. And usually it's access to the local talent pool. But you have different countries, different things, different workforce. So you, in a way, you could also argue that you might be the future of how companies should think about. What are, you, what are your thoughts? I mean, we would like to think so, but um, I think uh, we're we're constantly reflecting on what we do and how we do it, and we very actively engage with our business colleagues to help us raise our sights higher and have bigger ambitions, bigger aspirations. So, you know, as as far as we've come, I think it's been great, but I think our best work is still ahead of us. Uh, to be really honest, I think um, building scale is something that we focus on a lot. Improving our talent acquisition capability is something that we are really passionate about. And we have to constantly evolve that if we're going to stay ahead of the game. So we're, it's a journey, not the destination. I'll, I'll put it that way. Next question, David. I know that you would like, rather keep GBS internal, but can you share an example of few processes that you would not share externally that you think is proprietary to a GBS organization or experience in this case specifically? Sure. I think about our product development and engineering capability. It's so central to our mission of serving customers and consumers. I, I think we partner really well. We greatly, greatly value the firms that, 
that we work with that are external to Experian. They really get us, they understand our culture and our products extremely well. And they introduce skills that complement what we do. And they also help us scale up and down at different uh, points in our cycle. So I think product development especially is so key to what we do. I could never see that being offered externally. Um, so that's that would be my perspective on it. Other things I think are also critical, but product engineering especially stands out in my mind. What would be your advice to GBS leaders who plan to stay focused on internal services? There's a lot of labor cost arbitrage that has happened over the last decade. What right. next? How do you continue to deliver value and have a big positive uh, magnitude of impact to your organization? It's really simple. Um, I would say, listen very, very closely to your business colleagues. Um, at the end of the day, GBS is only here to support the success of the business. We do that by uh, attracting, retaining, developing uh, world-class talent. That's really our, our value proposition to the business. I think alongside of that, it supports um, our ambitions around engineering excellence. That is really a, a big, big part of our DNA as a company. And the only way to have engineering excellence is to have absolutely brilliant people. Um, great people create great products. Um, so if there's anything we're passionate about, it's people. Uh, we like to say it's a, it's a people first strategy and it's something that we're really committed to. And you, and you see our leaders walking the talk day in, day out. It's, it's pretty awesome to see. It sounds like um, you're definitely getting past the inflection point. I'm curious to know if there is any process which you think you need to continue to invest in GBS as a strategic organization sure. than a labor arbitrage strategy. With the advent of, of AI and generative AI, I think there's a great use case within talent acquisition. And as much as we invest in HR capabilities, learning, development, branding, and things of that sort, um, I think um, talent acquisition is such a critical enabler for what we do. Anything that we can do to help us find the talent that we need and give them a great candidate experience is something that we're going to really invest in hard. And, and we see that happening right now across HR and talent acquisition. Everyone gets it. They understand the importance of it. And so there's a lot of effort being poured into that right now. So David, I'm going to ask you a tough question. There is a, this debate about the GBS landlord model and there are other models like the vertical models, horizontal models. Which one are you and why do you think it makes sense? So um, there is a lot of debate in the market about, you know, what does the landlord model mean? And is there a negative connotation around it? I, what I can say for Experian is we have that landlord model and it's a, it's a conscious choice. Um, so let's call it more of a, a vertical um, model where there's solid line accountability for the people and the teams that reside in our global talent hubs reporting solid line back to the business. And we, we enjoy that model, we choose that consciously because it creates the right visibility, the right accountability to the business to deliver on their priorities, right? So we're here, GBS is here to support the success of the business. So we work flexibly to get them the talent that they need, the space they need uh, to develop people. And we do that in the most agile way possible. So very dynamic business environment calls for a support function like GBS to, to mirror that agility and that requirement for flexibility. So that's what we fo focus on most. And um, for us right now, I think it's a great model, really suits our needs. 
does that change and evolve and morph over time? Possibly. But for right now in this market cycle, I think it's a great fit. What made you get into GVS? Because I was looking at your LinkedIn and you come from, you're an entrepreneur. Right. Uh, did you start up before that? You worked in banking and so forth. It's a whole different world. So just curious, what brought you into yeah. GVS? So I, uh, I really, as you, as you said, Sashi, I, I grew up in financial services. That's really the most, you know, biggest part of my career where I spent most of my time. Uh, really great companies, JP Morgan, Citigroup, uh, Bank of America. But my, my role at those firms was really about large scale change. And so whether it's top line growth or driving greater efficiency, it was always in a large, complex change management environment. And uh, for me personally, I, I love solving problems. The, the bigger, the more complex, the better. And um, I found that over time, a lot of the biggest challenges that we faced really had a, a very important people component to that. And so you, you, you see where I'm going with this. It just lent itself naturally to GBS, right? Where it's all about people, all about getting great talent. And um, it just seems like a very natural fit, you know, but using that background, I was able to introduce into GBS things like Lean Six Sigma and robotics and, you know, future of work concepts, you know, flexible working, hybrid working. So it's been uh, an awesome journey, even better than I expected in a lot of cases. So um, for me, it's been a, a great, um, not predictable path to GBS, but it's been a great uh, journey. I think in hindsight, I, I probably wouldn't have designed it any differently, but um, I, I can honestly say it's, it's nice to be here, but it, it wasn't exactly how I planned. Perfect. Welcome to the GBS community. And it's always great to have people with different perspectives, brings a lot of different types of uh, energy and perspective. So thanks for being a guest and um, thanks for your time.